Is your home full of clutter that is the result of you buying something to decorate your home that maybe now you shouldn't have and you want to return it? Stay tuned as we discuss buyer's remorse as it relates to the clutter in our homes. Welcome to Got Clutter? Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I want to say hello if you are a regular listener, and if you're listening for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great week. In this episode, Jessica Balanskis will be sharing strategies to deal with buyer's remorse to tackle the clutter and piles in our homes and our lives. I will also be sharing my product app repurpose and book suggestion for the week. My question for you this week is, have you ever had buyer's remorse and decided, you know, you need to return something? And I'm excited about two things coming up on June 14th. Take control of your life, mastering the art of personal organization. I'm going to be sharing details with that. It's a free webinar that's going to just talk about how to manage that paperwork in your home and in your life. And we're also getting ready for the 2023 Summer Organizing Challenge. It's going to be like seven days of just challenges that you could do in 30 minutes or less. But before we get to that, let's talk about our topic today. Did you know in the average adult in the U.S. spends about $1,400 a month on non-essential items according to research commissioned by Ladder and conducted by one poll? And roughly about $18,000 a year is spent on things we can do without, you know. So think about that as we have our conversation with Jessica Velasquez. She's an interior designer, the creator of the nine limiting beliefs, sabotaging our home dreams, and the host of My Home, My First Home in Canada, a virtual event designed to empower attendees with the tools they need to overcome today's home ownership challenges in Canada. Through her coaching services, interior design by Jessica She helps her clients put together a plan that aligns with their vision and budget before spending any money, eradicating remodelers remorse. She believes that because our well-being is inseparable from our environment, improving our surroundings is a duty we owe to ourselves. Her innovative design pillars empower each client to take action, refine their intentions, and strategize their dreams beating decor fatigue, and avoiding budget regrets. So I would suggest you take your pen, your pencil, your tablet, you tell a friend, and listen to my conversation with Jessica. Well, I am excited because I've got Jessica Velasquez, and she is a home design consultant. And we're really going to talk about the buyer's remorse but also it could be design fatigue because I know, you know, you buy all these wonderful wallpapers and 
tiles and paint colors and then you bring them home and you're like mm, it doesn't fit it doesn't work you put it in the corner it's in the basement in the garage sometimes it's in the attic so I wanted to bring Jessica on just to kind of help us better understand you know what are some of the things that maybe we need to stop doing but in order to create the space that we truly love and enjoy so Jessica thank you so much for joining us Thank you, Janet, for having me here. It's an honor. I love talking to organizers. You guys do such a noble and important work, which I believe is the first thing everyone should do before they start styling their home. So thank you for having me here. So before we get into that, what made you decide to get into home design? Well, I was that girl that would change her room probably once a month <laughs> growing up. And so I just seemed like a natural progression from high school to college. Um, and I, and that's what I did. I studied interior design for five years. I'm originally from Panama City, Panama. And so I did two years in Panama and then I did three more years in Toronto, Canada, which is where I'm at. Mm. So is my first question is buyer's remorse and design fatigue, are they same? Are they different? They're not. Okay. Actually, buyer's remorse is a symptom of design fatigue. Mm. They're not, uh, I mean, they could be related, absolutely, but the buyer's remorse comes first. And then you're like, okay, this, this is too much. I have design fatigue. Mm. So what are some of the things, I guess, in your experience, what really causes both of those? Good question. Um, Buyer's remorse is the regret of, you know, something that did not, you bought and did not meet your expectations. Now, if we transfer that to our home, it's usually because it didn't fit. You spent more money that, than you wanted to, and now you don't have enough money to buy other things that probably were more important. Or you have the regret that it doesn't look the way you thought it would be. and all of those things combined, overspending, under-delivering is what takes you to design fatigue. And I have clients that experience both. The buyer's remorse, I, sometimes I call it remodeler's remorse, usually comes when, um, let, let's say you want, you want to furnish your home, your, your living room, and you see, and you paint, very, very common. People that buy their homes usually want to paint first. That's the first thing. And it's very natural because we want to put our stamp and that's the least expensive thing to do. We're going to paint first. But by painting first, you restrict it yourself. And now every other choice that you make has to match the color that you painted in. Or you chose a beautiful, you know, area rug. You walked into a store. It was in a you know absolutely amazing price and you bought it. Now that rug is going to restrict the next choices. And I, I keep saying that we're allowing sales and promotions to dictate our style. So buyer's remorse can come through many different channels, making decisions that are not aligned with the vision, buying one by one, following sales, following an influencer, all of those things can bring us buyer's remorse. And the antidote to that is buying with a vision. 
So I'll give you a really quick example, or not an example, like a real life scenario of how, why we shouldn't do that. Um, as an interior designer, you hire me and the first thing I'm going to do is analyze what you need, what you have, your space, what needs to be solved or fixed in that space and why, what are your priorities? I would ask you, what is your budget? Once I have all those ingredients, all those <clears throat> answers, I'm going to come up with a solution, a design solution that fits all of them. And then I'm going to present to you a mood board with options until you say, okay, I like this, I love that, mm, change that area rug, etc. And we're, you're going to ask, okay, how much is this going to cost? And does it fit your budget? I'm going to say, yes, that's how designers do it. So if that's how professionals are doing it, why are not homeowners doing it the same way? Homeowners should be analyzing. I know it, it sounds boring. Everybody wants to do the shopping. Everybody wants to choose the pillows and the accessories. That's a sexy thing. <laughs> Nobody wants to do the work. And quite honestly, as designers, this is what takes the most time because we want to get it right for our clients. So homeowners, please get it right for yourself and analyze, okay, what do I really need to buy? Does it fit? What's the right size? And then buy with that board, a vision board, a collection of things that you know exactly what you need to buy at, to achieve that end result. But when we buy one and then the next thing and the next thing, you're most likely going to end up in some kind of buyer's remorse. And the worst would be design fatigue, which is, overspending and under delivering mm. you know so many things came to my mind when you were talking jessica number yes. one it's like the vision of sometimes when i go into someone's home and they've got these little packets near the door because that's all the stuff they need to return like the curtains and this and the, that because it just didn't work but also as you were describing your process it's almost like the same thing with organizing it's like you know, I understand people want all the pretty bells and the whistles when they see all the organizing baskets and containers and this and that. But I'm like, let's get rid of stuff first. Let's get rid of everything you don't yes. use and need first and then organize what's left. And what I'm hearing, it's like you really take the overwhelm out of the project. It's like, let's look at the space. Let's really analyze the space and look at your likes, your dislikes, but also some of the things that you already have. And let's kind of work around it because you're right. You bring that rug in and it's like, I've seen people, they've got the rug. Okay. Now we've got to decorate around the rug or we've got to decorate around the wall coloring of whatever the room is. So, so that's right. It's like really kind of creating a vision, which is yeah. like what I tell clients is like, what is the vision of this room? Is it going to be, you know, a spare bedroom, a home office, a craft room? Okay, we've got that down. So now let's work towards that. So I like the way it's just like you make it simple. You yeah. know, you take the overwhelm, the simple, and you save them money because, again, you're buying yeah. all that stuff. You don't like it. It's either going to become clutter or you're going to have to, like, I keep, I have to take it back. I've got to get my money back. And so I like what you said about that. It's amazing. The stats are amazing how many people suffer from buyer's remorse and it increases during black friday like wow. weeks after black friday people are returning things left and right wow. um i i recommend everyone that before you buy something you ask yourself 
several questions. Okay. <clears throat> Does it fit? And most people will, if they're, you know, most people that want to follow that will measure the wall. But I want to take it one step further. Don't just measure the wall. Think about the layout. Because you might measure the wall and say, oh, the couch fits. Perfect. It's the right size for this wall. And then you come home and you realize that that's not where you really wanted to put the couch. The couch fit, fit better on a different layout, you know, like right across from that wall. And now it fits the space, but it doesn't give enough space for you to walk between the wall and the couch, just to give you an example. So think about the layout. Does it fit the space? Does it fit the layout? Does it match your unique design code? I don't like talking about style because it's confusing. It's like, am I farmhouse or minimalist? Am I boho or eclectic? You know, rather look for what that unique design code is particularly to you. So does it match your unique design code? Then does it support your lifestyle? It might be beautiful in the influencer's home, who entertains and travels a lot, but maybe you're a homebody and you don't bring people in. You may have one or two couples and now that piece of furniture that you bought doesn't really fit your lifestyle. Number four, does it enhance your life, your home life vision? We all have a vision of how we want our life to be inside our homes. So does it enhance that vision? Maybe it's not right now, but is it working towards that goal? And then does it fit my budget? Because we don't want to spend all our money or most of it in this one beautiful, stylish piece of furniture and then not have enough money to buy what we really needed to buy. So you ask yourself those five questions. And if the answer is yes, then you got a winner. Hmm. It's amazing, Jessica, how your questions are almost similar to some of the questions I ask my clients. Of course, you know, does it fit? That's when we're talking about the yes. closet. But also, you know, is it, you know, really reflective of where you are now or where you want to be? You know, I work with a yes. client, you know, she was a retired um, principal. And I was like, you know, you don't really need all those suits and anything because you're retired now. You've got these beautiful clothes and let's get rid of the suits and things like that. So you're, so, you, you know, it, and, and also your style, like now, a lot of people, we are wearing a lot of separates now. So we don't really mm -hmm. need all of those suits and all matchy, of that, you matchy. know, professional matchy things anymore. So I like that, but I really like the way you just said your unique style. And I think some people don't really lean into that. Yeah. They're just big pieces here, there, and there. And then sometimes, you know, of course, you know, we get all the different little hand-me-downs, which is probably for another show, but we can talk about that. But, you know, I really like all those questions because then all those questions, if you ask yourself that, you can save yourself some money. You can save yourself time, frustration. I can go down the list. So thank you, Joe, so much for sharing that. Um, so I always like to ask my guests, like, how do you stay organized? Because you're a businesswoman, your wife, your mother, I know you're probably involved in the community, but how do you do it? Like, do you have a special tool? Do you have special routines? But how do you stay organized? The first thing I want to say is that my home is not perfect. I consider my home inspiring and organized, but it's not perfect. And I have times when I go through the cleanup 
and you'll feel what's going on. It's kind of the storm before the calm. But I want to say that because people tend to think that as designers, your home is always beautiful and stylish and all that. But I want to remind everyone that a home that is inspiring is not perfect. It just matches your unique design code and it shows your personality and it and it supports your lifestyle. That's what makes a home inspiring because it, it's you in that home, not the influencer style. So to keep it organized, I have a place for everything. And my, my kids will, will know that, that I they know where to find the scissors or the tape or the uh, brushes. I know where everything is or should go if everybody follows that. So I have a place for everything. I don't tend to keep things that I don't necessarily use. I go through my stuff frequently and I talk to my stuff. I go to my closet and if, if there's something that I haven't used in two years, I tend to get rid of it. And I usually give them, if, if, it, if it's, let's say, a shirt that I really love, say, okay, I'll, I'm going to give you another six months or another year if I really, really love it. And then if, if I didn't use it, it's out. I don't create more storage for my stuff. I have my dresser. If, and if things don't fit in that dresser, then I know I need to get rid of stuff. Most people will tend to buy another dresser or another bookshelf. I just try to keep things contained. And if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. And, and I just, it just, it cleanses my soul per se. So, so that would be something that I would say, have a place for everything. Declutter consistently. If you don't use things, then get rid of them and don't keep things in case you need them. Because chances are that if you, you're not using them, you may not use it and somebody else can somebody else will benefit from using it. And that is so true. That is so true. Jessica, you know, I could talk to you all day. (laughs) (laughs) So how can listeners and those watching this video, how can they connect with you? Oh, well, I would tell them, come hang out with me on Instagram. Uh, My handle is interiors underscore by underscore Jessica, interiors by Jessica. I teach a lot. I love providing value and education. And I also have design school for homeowners. So people can find it just like that. Design school for homeowners.com. It's where I teach my framework, where I talk about the process that I mentioned to you. And I teach how to make mood boards, how to measure, how to create layouts, how to shop within your budget. And I have a brand new accessorizing module coming up that you can buy on its own. So yeah, come hang out with me and learn how to do those things because when we have a framework and a system we are able to bring that inner decorator that we all have out Mm. and of course you know i will have all of jessica's links in the show notes as well as you can follow her on social media as well jessica thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today thank you janet it was pleasure talking to you thank you so much So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Jessica? As I shared, I could talk to her just about all day and all night. And I will have her as a returning guest. So stay tuned. But now let's transition to Taylor Swift time. Just some ways to prevent the clutter. 
you know, beyond the design. Because a lot of times we bring stuff into our homes and our lives that we really don't need. Number one, take inventory and review what you have from your tools, appliances, just even sometimes basic things like scissors, pens and pencils. Then the next thing is once you take inventory and realize what you do need and what you don't, you start purging, you start discarding, you start donating those things that you no longer need because 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. And once you've done that, then you organize and categorize those remains. Maybe in all of the, the uh, you know, purging and preventing of clutter, you realize, you know what, I've had all these batteries and I really don't need size D batteries anymore. I need more of a triple A. Then you start replacing. And then number five is you just maintain things. Number one, by putting things back where they belong, but also when you need to, to really restock and replace, that you will do that as well. Are you ready to tackle the disorganization? Whether it's the paperwork, the schedule, or your overall life, I am here to help guide you on your journey to organization. I want you to visit my website at JanetAndTaylor.com. Schedule a complimentary 15-minute session because y'all want you to take action now and start making progress today. Well, of course, I always like to take a moment and just say thank you. Thank you for following me on social media. Thank you for your likes, your retweets, for your sharing. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And please continue to follow me on, I'm on all social media platforms. Check out Pinterest because I have a board on kitchen, bathroom, closet, craft room organizing. And don't forget to check out YouTube because on YouTube you can find the conversations I have with my guests on YouTube. So make sure you check out the channel, you subscribe and click the bell for reminders. Well, first of all, I just want to thank all of the women out there who are listening, who have decided to join the Facebook group. You know how excited I am to have you there. But if you are thinking of getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free to join. You know, each week we continue the conversation starting here on the podcast. You can also post a question, post a photo, post a video. Even though right now sometimes people don't feel comfortable with that and I understand that. But it's a group where I am there. It's like you have Janet M. Taylor as your personal organizer in that group. Well, do you know what time it is? I bet you do, because when I say that, you probably already got your dance going on. You might even have a shuffle to the trash can or to the donation box. But it's Tossy Tuesday time. And this Tossy Tuesday, it is time to toss the old cosmetics. You know what they are, the lipsticks, the blush, the eyeshadow, one that you've had too long. Because you know, bacteria can develop on those things. But also the colors that you know. You know what, this is not even my color. So that's what I would love for you to toss them on this Toss It Tuesday. And you know what? Why don't you tag me when you decide, you know what? This is what I'm going to toss. Begin to tag me on those things. Well, maybe 
It is the rest, receipts from the expense report, the projects that was completed last week, the documents that need to be scanned, and so on and so on. For those of you who want to organize your workspace, Clear Your Desk, Clear Your Mind is a course for you, whether you work from home, full-time, have a hybrid schedule, and these tips are great for small business owners too, and even if you are the family manager, these tips can help you. So check out the link in the show page, but I'm excited because on June 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern, I will be doing a webinar, Take Control of Your Life, Mastering the Art of Personal Organization. Because are you aware of the financial institutions you have accounts with or the numbers of accounts you hold, the medications you take and any food or drug allergies you have, and whether you have a life insurance policy or will and where they are located? And these are crucial questions you should be able to answer. That's why I'm excited to invite you to a free webinar, Take Control of Your Life, Mastering the Art of Personal Organization, How to Start your organizing your personal papers and tackle those piles. What documents you need to include, supplies you need, and a lot more. So that's going to be on Wednesday, July 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And make sure you click the link in the show page to register. And then also coming up, so that's June. My team has been working so hard, and I truly appreciate each and every one of them. In June and July, we're going to have a organizing, a summer organizing challenge. And in this challenge, it's going to be seven days. It's going to be things you can do within those seven days, 30 minutes or less. And we're going to free up some time, too. And we're going to free up some clutter. And I wanted to do them really quick and short like that because it's summertime. You want to spend time by the pool, outside having fun, but I still know you want to get organized. So make sure you stay tuned for that as well. And because those links will be coming up soon, but I just wanted to kind of get you, get you kind of ready for that. So Ikea Place, and this is my app suggestion for this week, Ikea Place. And it has an app that lets you confidently experience, experiment, and share how good design transforms any space, such as a home office or a studio, from sofas and armchairs to coffee tables. And of course, all the products are from Ikea and are placed in a 3D and true to scale so that every choice is just right size, design, and function for you. Because sometimes you do want to add something new to a space, but you're not sure what it'll look like. But that app will let you do so. My product suggestion for this week is from, of course, from my Amazon shop and a cabinet organizer. So it's nothing like opening the door, whether it's underneath the bathroom sink, the kitchen sink, or even those cabinets above or the pantry. And just seeing things organized. So check out those cabinet organizers. And of course, my repurpose suggestion for this week is really if you have things in your home and your life and you love them, repurpose them. I always share with you, you've heard this, and you probably can even tell the story um, to others. How I took my mother's trunk, transformed that to a coffee table 
Panosa story, how I use one of her glass um, entertaining trays and I had my perfume bottles on it. And I even used a tin that uh, either cake or cookies came in, but I just love the colors in it. That I use it and put all my pearls because I just have so many pearls. I'm very thankful for that because I've got my mothers. I've got people that have given me gifts over the years. So check, you know, so think about that. But also look at my Pinterest um, page and I've got repurposed and you can repurpose things in your home, in your garden, in your office. So check all of those out. My book suggestion for this week is Unstuff Your Life. I'm going to say that again, Unstuff Your Life. And this is by Andrew Mellon. He is a professional organizer and a life coach, and he shows readers how to kick the clutter habit with a complete how-to guide to total organization. So check that out. And for those of you who are thinking about reducing the clutter of books in your home, check out the link to Audible. You can get a free copy and a free 30-day trial from Audible just by clicking the link. Well, my quote for this week is, the habit of saving is itself an education. It fosters every virtue, teaches self-denial, cultivates the sense of order, and trains to forethought, and so broadens the mind. So yes, we save, and there's reasons why we save. But then there's also reasons why, you know what, we need to let go. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in. And please share the word about this podcast to your loved ones and your social media followers. Show your support by leaving a review and consider supporting the podcast as an individual or business. And for more information, check out the links in the show page. Visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com for more information. And until next time. I want you to have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.